Okay, everyone, surprise. We're gonna stand up. Okay, so come to the top of your mat. Look down at your feet, set foundation, lift and spread your toes, and then place them back down. And as you place them down, push energy from your body into the earth. So that again, that idea of growing roots from your body deep into the earth. Tone the muscles of your legs gently so that your kneecaps slightly rise up. Lengthen your tailbone down as you push through your heels. Draw up gently on your pelvic floor as you pull up the front of your pelvis. Loop your shoulders up towards your ears and then onto the back of your chest. Unfurling your chest, turn your palms open towards the room in front of you. Lengthen down through your fingertips, drawing the shoulder blades down the back side of your chest. So notice here a tendency to lock out the knees. So again, as I mentioned, keep the uh, legs slightly toned so that you're not just keeping the legs straight by throwing the kneecaps back. Soften your face and close your eyes. Draw the sides of your neck back as you simultaneously lengthen along the back of your skull and lift through the crown of your head. Neutralize the face. Let the forehead be soft, cheeks slack, eyelids heavy. Soften your jaw. And embody your mountain pose. Feel as though you are part one with the earth, rising up from it, growing tall, growing broad, reaching towards the sky. Connect with your breathing in and out through your nostrils using the Ujjayi Pranayama technique. Tune into the sound of your own breath and use that sound as a tool. A tool to be present. A tool to bring your senses into this moment, into your body. You might take this time as you breathe slow and deep to recognize what you're feeling physically. Are there any areas of your body that are calling for attention? Can you start to move energy, move prana through those spaces on the idea of your breath? Feel your body vibrate with breath. standing rather still, you might notice subtle movements in the body. 
how those movements aren't are not uh, conscious are not conscious movements. The body is making small movements to stay upright. The breath is moving the body. The pulse is moving through the body. Keeping your eyes closed, inhale to float your arms overhead and recognize any difficulty in bringing your palms to touch above your head. And then exhale, draw your palms together in front of your heart. As you rest your uh, thumbs on your sternum, feel, uh, expand your breath even more to feel your inhale lifting your heart. We'll chant Om here three times before beginning to move more quickly. Exhale your breath, empty together, and inhale for the first of three Om's. Let the head float for, uh, fall forward as you begin to walk out your forward fold. So bend one knee at a time, lengthening along the back of each straight legs. Straight leg. So maybe uh, shift the hips from side to side. Feel the outer hips as you do so. Let the upper body hang heavy. So you might shake the head a little yes and no to release tension from the neck and upper back. Exploring the back side of the body, releasing the spine. Okay, and then bring your forward fold to stillness. Just as we did in standing, press down through the soles of your feet, root to the earth as your hips slowly begin to rise. Lift once again into your kneecaps as the backs of your legs lengthen. Identify your inner upper thighs, an area I refer to a lot, so hopefully your mind's getting into that part of your body quite easily at this point. Move your inner upper thighs back and apart, feeling that sense of broadening through the backside of the pelvis. 
And at this point, you might shift the weight of the posture forward and back on your feet, left and right, trying to find balance between the distribution of weight between left and right, inside of the foot and outside of the front of the foot, front of the foot and back of the foot. And now bring your palms to your shins, straighten your elbows as you extend your heart forward. Pause here for some breath. Shoulder blades hug to the back of the heart, heads of the arm bones away from the ears. Keep lifting through the outer hips, lifting through the kneecaps, pushing down through the feet, inner thighs spiral back and apart. Exhale as you fold forward, release the head, fingertips back to the floor. One more time like that, inhale to lift halfway, and this time exhale to flow forward. Inhale, rise all the way up, sweeping your arms out, up, and overhead, lengthening your tailbone down as your heart lifts up, gaze goes up, exhale, Tadasana, arms to your sides. Again, inhale, float the arms up, and exhale, float forward, gentle bend to the knees as you release your head down. Inhale, lift halfway, shoulder blades on the back, inner thigh spiral, exhale, float forward, release the head. Inhale, sweep all the way up, moving energy <coughs> skyward, and exhale, arms to your sides, mountain pose, shoulders back, heart open. Inhale, sweep up, and exhale, long breath brings you down, release the head. Inhale to lift, and exhale to flow. Inhale to rise. And exhale, arms at your sides, mountain pose one more time. Inhale to rise. Exhale, flow forward. Inhale to lift halfway. And this time we'll plant the hands and walk into a tabletop position. Wrist shoulder width distance apart. Spread your fingers and your palms. And for a moment here, even though <laughs> this is a very uh, basic yoga pose, it can also present some challenge when looked at closely. So shift weight out of the wrist and push into the knuckles. So notice the challenge of trying to lift weight out of the wrist in this shape. Roll your inner elbows forward as your shoulders, your, the heads of your arm bones pull away from your ears. Gaze is forward and down, keeping length through the back of your neck. Draw your lower front ribs together and back to keep some strength and stability in the low back. Okay, that's our neutral table, and now we'll begin our cat and cows. Inhale, belly and chest down, tailbone and gaze lift, contracting the back body. Exhale and round the spine. Belly button towards the ceiling, chin towards the chest, tailbone towards the floor. Push the floor away to lift through the back of the heart. Inhale back to your cow pose and exhale to cat. So as you uh, continue through these movements, recognize a, a, maybe an ability to start to expand the movements. And then after a few uh, standard cat and calves, I invite you to start to make variations, maybe shifting the hips from side to side, maybe holding in one shape longer than the other if it feels that one shape requires more attention. 
And with your next inhale, return to that neutral spine shape. Again, paying attention to lift out of the wrists as you roll the inner elbows forward without hyperextending the elbows. So again, just like the legs, keeping a gentle bend in the elbows, a gentle flex to the upper arms. Okay, with the gaze down and forward and the lower ribs drawing in and back, you might bring the left knee just an inch towards center as you lift the right leg straight up and back. Knee and toes point down so that the hips stay level. Lift through the inner thigh of the back leg and reach the left arm forward. Find a steady gaze. Reaching forward through the heart and the fingertips, reaching back through the tailbone and the heels. And then again, find that stability in your abdomen and your low back. Soften the edges of your mouth. Again, shift weight out of the right wrist, down into the knuckles, down into the finger pads. Point the right toes, bend the right knee. Reach back for the inside of the foot or ankle. Get a good grip and then begin to kick the foot into the hand. Lift the right thigh away from the floor. Wrap the left shoulder deeply onto the back of your chest. So again, lifting with the inner thigh of the back leg, the top of the thigh pointing straight down as it lifts away from the earth. Feel the strength of the foot kicking into the the hand, pulling the arm back, pulling the shoulder deeply onto the back of your chest, opening up the front of the shoulder, and then let it fall to the floor, knee and hand down. Come back through neutral, right knee shifts an inch towards the center, and then left leg extends back. Again, knee and toes point down. Lift through the inner thigh, and then uh, right arm forward. Reach forward through the heart, forward through the fingertips, back through the tailbone, back through the heel. Draw your lower front ribs in and back. Stay stable, stay steady, shift weight out of the left wrist into the left knuckles. And then point the toes, bend the knee, reach for the inside of the back foot or ankle, get a good grip, and then kick. Lift through the back inner thigh, roll the right shoulder deeply onto the back of your chest. Keep your gaze steady. As the foot kicks into the hand, allow the right arm to be pulled back. Pulling the shoulder back, opening up the right side of your chest. Again, shift weight out of the knuckles, lift into the left wrist. Kick and lift, and then knee down, hand down. Walk your knees back about six to eight inches. Tilt your tailbone up as though we're doing a cow pose in the low back. Reach your chin and chest forward as you bend your elbows straight back to come down into an inchworm pose. Knees chest chin to the floor. Pause here for a moment. Elbows draw in, shoulders away from the ears, tailbone tilts skyward, and then slide forward onto your belly. We won't spend too much time here today. Press the tops of your feet down, draw your elbows in, shoulders away from the ears. Inhale, curl up into your cobra pose. Push the hands down, draw the heels of the hands isometrically back as you lift the chest any higher. Feel the contraction of your upper back muscles. As your heart opens and lifts, guiding the, guiding the chest higher with the strength of the back body. Lower down, tuck your toes, send your hips all the way back to your heels for an extended child's pose. 
Feel this as a counter pose to our cobra by rounding the lower spine, tucking your tailbone towards your heels, lengthen along the sides of the body as the hips pull back. So creating more distance between the outer hips and the fingertips. Ground through the knuckles, lift into the wrist, lift your outer armpits away from the floor as you continue to turn your inner elbows now up towards the sky. So simultaneously contracting and broadening the upper back. Okay, keep your upper body as it is and now push your hips up and back. So start with any amount of bend to your knees uh, to create this long distance between your fingertips and your hips. And then just like we walked out our forward fold, you may walk your dog here. Bending one knee, reaching the opposite heel towards or to the ground, shifting your hips from side to side and noticing the backs of your legs. They always say here that you might notice that one leg is tighter or shorter than the other. Seek balance through your practice by identifying that side and then treating it accordingly. So we, um, we would hope to just come to our mat and the two sides of our bodies would look pretty much the same, but that's very rarely the case. We use our, this two sides of our bodies uh, fairly, you know, pretty differently, having one dominant side. So that will eventually come through in your practice. So instead of being frustrated with that, recognize that your practice is an opportunity to find more balance. Push your hands down and forward, shift your hips up and back. As you inhale next, lift the right leg straight up and back. Knee and toes point down. Again, shift weight out of the wrist. Press down through the knuckles, down through the fingertips as you lift through the inner thigh of the back leg. Knee and toes point down. Lengthen the back of the left heel towards the floor as you lift into the front of the left kneecap. Lift in the front of the left hip. Look forward and lunge your right foot between your hands. Lift up onto fingertips or ball fists on either side of your front foot as you come deeply into a lunge, melting the hips down and forward, temporarily bending the back knee to get the hips low, right thigh parallel to the floor, and then lift strongly through your inner upper thigh on the left leg, the back leg. Shoulders out of the ears, heart forward, chin forward, tailbone back, heel back. Keep lifting and feel your feet on the floor. Right foot isometrically pulls back. Left foot isometrically draws forward, strengthening the legs. And then expanding the legs simultaneously. So draw in and extend out. Knee, right knee forward, left heel back. And let's uh, bring the hands to the hips. Keep the legs as they are. Draw back through the sides of the waistline to come into a high lunge. Sweep your arms out, up and overhead. Palms touching at the top. And exhale, sweep your arms down, just like mountain pose, shoulders back. Inhale, sweep the arms up. And exhale down. Inhale up once again. And exhale, hands frame the front foot. Left palm to the floor, inhale, sweep the right arm up. Exhale, right hand down. Let's flow a couple times here. Inhale, right arm up. Stack the shoulders, exhale, right hand down. Last time, inhale, right arm up. And exhale, right hand down, left knee down. 
Exhale, send the hips back, round the spine, chin to chest, forehead towards the right knee, lengthening along the back of the right leg as you pull the toenails back towards the chest. Inhale, shift the hips forward, roll the, the chest, <laughs> shift the hips down and forward, roll the shoulders back. And continue to flow here with the breath. Exhale, hips move back. Inhale, chest moves forward. Maybe there's some walking of the hands forward and back as necessary. So moving into the psoas, the hamstrings. Recognize what you're feeling, where you're feeling as you shift through these two shapes. Again, listen to your body. So we come to the... We come to the mat to listen and learn, to be present, to have the experience of our bodies. So in that listening and learning, what are you finding out and how do you act according to that knowledge that you've gained? So we're, uh, we got to be listening. We, gotta, <laughs> we, got to, we have to respect what our bodies are telling us as we move through these shapes. Okay, inhale. Back to your lunge, tuck the back toes, plant the hands, send the right leg back down dog, and we'll do the second side. Inhale, lift the left leg straight up and back, knee and toes point down. Remember pausing here, we're gonna pause here again. Ground through the knuckles, ground through the finger pads, lift into the wrists, press the hands down and forward as you shift the hips up and back, release the right heel deeper towards the floor as you flex along the top, the front of the right leg, lift into the kneecap, lift into the right hip, look forward, Lunge forward with an exhale. Start with the low lunge, fingertips framing the front foot. Let the hips melt down and forward till the left thigh is parallel to the floor. Keep the hips low and weighty. Lift through the back inner upper thigh. Reach forward through the chin and chest. Reach back through the tailbone and heel. And in the middle, draw the, low, the uh, sides of the waistline just gently back as you lift through the right inner upper thigh. Okay, hands to hips. Keep your lunge low as you draw back through the sides of the waistline. Inevitably, that knee will want to bend less. Shift the hips down and forward. Shift weight into your left heel as you draw the sides of your waistline back. Open your chest up. Inhale, sweep the arms up. Palms touching the top. Exhale, roll the shoulders back. Inhale, sweep up. And exhale, arms to your sides, roll the shoulders back. Inhale, sweep up. And last one, exhale, arms to the sides. Inhale up. And exhale, hands frame the front foot, right palm down. Inhale, sweep the left arm to the sky, stack the shoulders. Exhale, hand goes down. Keep lifting through the back inner thigh as you sweep the left arm skyward with an inhale. Exhale, bring it down. Last time, inhale, sweep up, and exhale, hands frame the front foot, back knee to the floor, send the hips back, left toes to the sky, round the spine, exhale here, inhale, shift the hips down and forward, roll the shoulders back, lift the heart up, and exhale back, continue with your breath through these two shapes, exploring the hips, the psoas, the hamstrings, even moving uh, much like cat and cow in the upper back. And exhale to round the upper spine and inhale to open the heart. And being the second side, notice differences. Notice, appreciate, and um, accommodate.
and inhale to come forward, tuck the back toes, plant the hands, send the right leg back, downward facing dog. Push the hands down and forward, shift the hips up and back, root through the knuckles and the finger pads, look back at your feet and roll onto the outside edge of your right foot. We're gonna come to a side plank, so either the left foot can come forward onto the floor for support or you can stack the left foot on top of the right foot. Stack the hips, stack the shoulders, sweep the left arm to the sky. And then exhale, keep the hips lifted, thread the left arm underneath the right ribs. Inhale, sweep up, lift the hips, exhale, thread. Inhale, lift up, lift through the sides of the hips. Exhale, thread. Inhale, lift up. Lift the hips, reach forward through the crown of the head, reach back through the heels, lift into the kneecaps, shift weight out of the right wrist, into the knuckles, and then come through plank, shoulders over wrist, and switch to the second side. Outside of the left foot, either bring the right foot forward or stack the feet, sweep the right arm up, stack the shoulders, stack the hips, lift into the left sideways, shift weight out of your left wrist, into the knuckles, the finger pads, Exhale, thread the right arm underneath the left ribs. Inhale, circle up, open the chest. Exhale, thread. Inhale, open up. Exhale, thread. Inhale, open up. Last one, exhale, thread. Inhale, open up. And again, lift into the kneecaps, lift into the left hip. Wrap the left ribs towards the sky. Look up as you reach up. Shift weight out of the left finger pads. Into the left finger pads. <laughs> Hand down. Plank position. Shoulders over wrists. Reach back through your tailbone. Lift into your kneecaps. Draw the sides of your waist skyward. And then knees, chest, and chin to the floor. Inhale, curl up, cobra pose. Shoulder blades on the back. Elbows in towards the side ribs. Press the feet down. Lower down, tuck the toes, send the hips all the way back, child's pose. And when you're ready, hips shift up and back, downward facing dog. Inhale, lift your right leg straight up and back. Look to the top of your mat, exhale and lunge your right foot between your hands. Left knee to the floor. Inhale, sweep your arms out, up and overhead. And exhale, bring your right hand to your right thigh. Press your palm into your thighs and shift your waistline back, lifting your chest up, and then melt your hips down and forward. <laughs> Take your left arm skyward, draw the sides of your waistline back, and then hook your left elbow to the outside of your right knee. Tuck the back toes under and lift the back inner thigh up off of the floor. So you can use your right hand on your right thigh to shift your left ribs towards the right wall. If it's available, start to walk your left elbow deeper towards the floor outside your right thigh. If it's avail available, bring your hands to prayer. Push your palms together, widen your elbows apart. Keep lifting through your back inner thigh. Soften the edges of the mouth. Look to the sky, lift through the back inner thigh, melt the hips down and forward. And then unwind, frame the front foot, press back down dog. Inhale, lift the left leg, look to the top of your mat. Exhale, lunge your left foot forward between your hands. 
Let the right knee melt towards the floor. Scissor the legs together, melt the hips down and forward. Left hand to the thigh, push your chest up, sides of the waistline back. Right arm to the sky, draw the sides of the waistline back, and then let right elbow to the outside of the left knee. So make sure the knee is remaining pointed straight ahead. Revolve the right ribs towards the left wall, sides of the waistline gently back. Tuck the back toes, lift the back knee. Slide the right elbow deeper down the outside of the left leg. Draw right ribs towards the left, left ribs towards the right, and maybe palms come to prayer. Press the elbows apart, widen the elbows apart, broaden the collarbones. Maybe start to look up. Keep lifting through the inner upper thigh of the back leg. Soften the edges of your mouth. Look down, hands down. Step forward, base of the big toes come to touch. Forward fold and walk it out. Bend each knee one at a time, shifting the hips from side to side as you do so, releasing through the low back. And then bring your forward fold to stillness. Press the feet down, lift the kneecaps up, spiral the inner upper thighs back and apart, lift through the outer hips, actively lengthen down through the crown of your head. Inhale, palms come to shin, shoulder blades on the back. Exhale and flow forward. Inhale, rise, sweep your arms out, up and overhead, palms come to touch the top. Exhale, arms to your sides, mountain pose. Inhale to sweep up. Exhale to flow forward. Inhale to rise halfway. And exhale to sit down into your imaginary chair. Fingertips uh, behind the heels, bearing weight with the heels. Tuck your chin to your chest, pull your forehead towards or to your knees. Sides of the waistline away from your thighs, belly button towards the spine. Look forward, arms forward. Bring your right hand to your right thigh and then curl your chest towards the sky as you lift up through your left fingertips. Keep your hips sunk low. Hook your left elbow to the outside of your right thigh. Bring your palms together as you revolve your left ribs towards the right wall. Keep the left hip pulling back so the knees stay together. Hips low, sides of the waistline draw back. Palms together, press your elbows wide. Broaden across your collarbones, sit the hips low, weight in the heels, ankles and knees together, five, four, three, two, one, look down, hands down, lift up, fold forward, lengthen along the backs of your legs with this exhale, inhale, palms to shins, halfway lift, exhale to flow forward, inhale, rise all the way up, pressing your feet down as you look and reach skyward, exhale, arms, Tadasana. Again, inhale, sweep up. Exhale to flow. Inhale to rise halfway, shoulder blades on the back. And exhale into your seat. Weight in the heels, weight in the fingertips. First, rounding the spine strongly by tucking your chin to your chest. Forehead towards or to the knees, tailbone towards the heels, sides of the waistline away from the thigh, belly button in towards your spine. And then, arms forward, waistline back. Left hand to the left thigh. Curl the upper body as you reach into the, out through the right fingertips. Hook the right elbow to the outside of the left thigh. Pull the right knee back so the hips and knees stay together. Shift the right ribs towards the left wall. Palms together in prayer. As you bring your palms together, widen out through your elbows, broaden across your collarbones. Maybe start to look up. 
Ankles and knees hug in, waistline pulls back, hips sink low, hold for five, four, three, two, and one. Look forward, fold forward, press the feet down, lift the hips up, exhale here, inhale, palms to shins, shoulder blades on the back, chin and chest forward, exhale to flow forward, inhale to rise, arms overhead, palms touch at the top, and exhale, close your eyes, arms at your sides, back to the mountain. Pushing the feet down, rising up, growing tall, growing strong, growing broad. Return to an observation of your breathing. Neutralize the face, softening the edges of the mouth, relaxing the cheeks, slackening the jaw, letting the forehead be broad, Eyelids heavy. Follow this, the path of air in through your nostrils, filling your lungs, exiting your body, feeling the warm air from your body on the upper lip as it leaves. Again, even in relative stillness, the pose is moving. Body is making subtle adjustments to stay balanced. The ebb and flow of the breath, the pulse, the flood throughout your body. Flutter your eyes open and we'll turn to face the uh, double doors. Okay, so uh, have a block handy in front of you for our um, continuation of the wide-legged forward fold. Um, so as I've been saying, I'm trying to keep a continuous practice of this because um, sometimes it is encouraging to and practice the same pose in consecutive weeks and start to see yourself opening up. Um, okay, so we'll start with the goddess pose. Take your feet uh, about three to three and a half feet wide and then turn your toes out at about a 45 degree angle. Bring your hands to your hips. Imagine you're wearing your uh, superhero cape and it's blowing back in the wind, so shoulders go back, chest opens and lifts, lower ribs in and back. Uh, I like to think about the, <laughs> the pelvis uh, taking an elevator ride, so it's moving straight down as you bend the knees in the direction of the toes, so sink the pelvis straight down. And then I always am adjusting my feet to make sure my heels have landed directly below my knees. Extend through the inner thighs, contract through the outer hips. So you can imagine a line of energy moving through the inner thighs, wrapping around the outer knees, drawing back to the hips, tucking the tailbone down as it returns to the hips, and then flowing back out through the inner thighs. Draw the lower ribs in and back. Wear, continue to wear your cape. Notice distribution of weight in your feet. Try to shift weight out of those uh, those toes turning colors and into the heels. Take your arms out like football goal post. It's football season, y'all. <laughs> all those in towards your shoulder blades. Y'all? Yeah, that's my football voice. <laughs> Upper body back like we're doing. 
exhale, thumb down. <laughs> Inhale, straighten the legs, reach up. And exhale, come back down. Extend through the inner thighs, contract through the outer hips. Inhale, reach up, lengthen the legs, sweet relief. And exhale, come back down. One more time. Inhale, sweep up. And exhale, draw it in. Extend through the inner knees, more extension through the inner knees. You can take your feet a little closer together, Karen. And then go. Make sure the knees are pointing the direction of your toes. Upper body, back for five, four, three, two, and one. Straighten the legs, release the arms. Heel toe the feet back together, and then step them together for a moment of feet together before we start our next pose. So step the feet wide, once again, even wider than the previous pose. You can step your heels to the back of your mat, because why not? Then you know where your heels are. Turn your toes in just slightly from parallel. Lift into the kneecaps, toning the muscles of your legs. Put on your superhero cape. Roll the shoulders back, lengthen the tailbone down. This time, look up. Lengthen along the front of your torso. Keep that line long as you hinge forward at the hips, bringing that line parallel to the floor. Plant your wrists below your shoulders. Push your thigh bones back as you lift your kneecaps up. Again, think about the inner upper thighs spiraling back and apart, keeping this broadness across the back of the pelvis as you lengthen out of your lower back, reach your chin and chest forward, and then begin to lower down. Crown the head lengthens towards the floor as your hands walk back. So maybe your fingertips line up with your toes. Maybe your fingertips line up with your heels in time. And then find a way to ground your head. Lynn, very nice. Now you have to walk your feet closer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so wherever your head has landed, hopefully you have found a way to get it onto something solid. Lengthen down through the crown of your head. Push down through the crown of your head. Root through all those places where you are connecting with the earth. And then from those places, draw up from the earth. Lengthen along the backs of your legs. Lengthen along the back of your spine. Lengthen along the back of your neck by pulling your shoulders out of your ears. Good. Beautiful, everyone. I did, Jordan. Nice. I can't believe it. So this is a pose that might, might start to open up, uh, I'm using air quotes, rapidly. <laughs> so um, uh, you may st start to feel that your head is easily on the surface that you have chosen. So maybe adjust your prop so that a block turns into a blanket, two blocks turns into one block. Um, you might know, things might start to happen that quickly, having some time and attention to this shape. Okay, walk your hands back below your shoulders. And then uh, you can start to just shift your hips side to side. Um, I felt like this was a really good place to just do a little exploration of the inner thighs. Uh, so you can bend one knee, spiral the inner thigh of the opposite leg back with more uh, ferocity. Uh, so just moving away, you can move the heels a little bit so that you get into those inner thighs. 
explore mindfully. And then uh, bring your hands to your hips, elbows to the sky, lift your chin and rise back up and then heel toe your feet back together. So you might have noticed in uh, recent weeks that I've been using that pose to segue us into our, um, into our inversion practice. So we have been going pretty strong with headstand lately and I feel like I did a lot of this attention with the wrists earlier, so we might as well do some headstand or handstand to mix it up today. So um, you're welcome to do headstand. Um, I, I was going to say I'm not your mom, but I don't really make my kids do much anyway. <laughs> I'm like, do whatever you want, kids. Um, um, so find some wall space, unless you're doing headstand or handstand away from the wall. And I'll give you a little uh, um, demo for handstand if you uh, do not have a practice of that or haven't been practicing it lately, which uh, I know I have not been practicing it much lately. Uh, <laughs> but honestly, that could be a good thing. I, I have noticed that at one point in my life, I went pretty strong, pretty, uh, pretty serious about handstand, and I could never get to that point where I came away from the wall, and then um, without all of that pressure on myself, coming back to it, things got a little easier. So you might surprise yourself if you haven't done this in a while. Uh, okay, so uh, what I'm going to offer is the exploration of L at the wall. So I know everyone in the room has done this with me before, but I'll talk you through it again. So uh, as you all know from experience, the L at the wall is hard, and in some ways it's harder than a handstand, but you do have the support of your feet on the wall, so it's a little less uh, jarring. Okay, so for L at the wall, I'm going to have you sit uh, with your feet against the wall, your legs straight, and then you're going to measure the distance of your legs to the wall by bringing your hands along the sides of your hips. From here, you turn over so that you're in a, down, uh, a, a tabletop position with your heels at the wall, and you're going to place your hands exactly where they were, but you're going to have to uh, switch your hands. Okay, so uh, tuck your, your toes under and come into a very short down dog at the wall. Again, shifting weight out of your wrist, pressing down through your knuckles and your finger pads, uh, pushing down through your hands as you lift into your wrists and shoulders. And then I'm gonna walk my feet up the wall until my he heels are at the height of my hips, which is going to be an awkward place. So my, my hips are over my shoulders, my shoulders are over my wrists, and I'm lifting through my inner thighs and drawing my lower uh, ribs in and back. So um, essentially, you're making the shape of an L against the wall, so your uh, body's bent at a 90 degree angle. So this is really for building strength and um, confidence to kick up into your handstand. So if you uh, already have strength and confidence to kick up into your handstand, my next suggestion is to turn towards the wall, starting maybe uh, eight inches from the wall, planting your hands just as you would for a down dog, and then coming up into a downward facing dog. Walking your feet forward, keeping your shoulders from coming forward of your wrist, just as I say, and headstand. Lift one leg up, bend the opposite leg, and then kick your heels to the wall. 
Squeeze your legs together, lengthen your tailbone up as you press your hands down, and then you will start to attempt to balance. So uh, for attempting balance, I, uh, the best thing that I've done is to start to go further and further away from the wall and then scissor the legs together until you find that sweet spot, maybe for half a second. Um, <laughs> half a second to two minutes. <laughs> okay, so uh, please do something, whether it be headstand or handstand or some other inversion. Again, uh, feet to the wall, measure the distance of your legs from the wall, place your hands by your hips, Turn over, placing your hands back to where they just were, now in a downward facing dog position with the heels at the wall. Okay, push the hands down, start to walk the feet up, and for those of you in the room, I can tell you whether or not your hips are at, uh, your heels are at hip height. Mary, that looks good, maybe an inch higher with the feet. Beautiful. Please remember that the letter L yeah. is an homage to me, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so the so lid at the wall. It's yeah. Yeah. So make them good. Karen, that was excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Keep yeah. pressing down through your feet, lifting through your inner thighs. Good, Jason. Look between your hands. Maybe you're a little far from the wall. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You don't want to be any closer. God, there's no place around here. It's so hard. It's so much harder than the actual. Yeah. Extent. But if yeah, if you haven't kicked up and you're like you're worried about it and you, yeah, you want to build the like strength, yeah. yeah. Good, Mary. Okay, keep yeah. looking down. Take one leg up. Yeah. You're going. Just take your time. Look at the floor. Take one leg up. Decide which leg. Yeah, and then kick. Kick hard. There you go. Very nice, Karen. Yeah, I'd say keep, keep your gaze at the floor, and as you look down, press down. So where your uh, eyes are going, let your energy go. Oh, I see that. Yeah. It feels more like a leg swing than a kick. That's a good, that's a good, yeah. Good, push down, tailbone up. So just like everything else, Hands down, heart down, Ooh, tailbone, heels up. Okay, so um, when you are done with what you're doing, uh, let me know by taking a child's pose. You guys, look, I, I loved all the efforts today. I know we have not done this in a <laughs> I know I haven't taught in a long time. Um, you passing that full start? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, I'm passing. <laughs> I'm passing out uh, patches and cornbread at the end of class. <laughs> okay, so when you come down and are ready to reflect on the, um, the effort and the energy of the previous shapes, then come to a child's pose. And as always with child's pose, you have lots of choices. Knees can be together or apart. Arms can be forward or back. So just take a moment to recognize what your body is asking for and then accommodate that and accept, accept the decision you've made. Come back to your breath, come back to your body, come back to the present. <clears throat> A 
Where are you feeling? What are you feeling? Reflect upon the experience of your practice so far. I'm thinking about this idea of reflection. It's not uh, a judgment. It's See, trying to see, <laughs> trying to see what you've done, what you've created, for what it is, without the ideas of what it should be, without getting caught up in where, yeah, what you, what it should be, or your um, perception of um, how well you yeah how well you um, performed or anything like that. From here, roll up into a seat, and then swing your legs forward to lie on your back. Once you've all found our way there, draw your knees into your chest, keeping your inner knees and inner feet together. Grab hold of your knees, and then gently start to draw your knees apart so they're about as wide as your armpits, keeping the inner feet together. Look up, and then reach up with your arms as though you're going to put palm prints on the ceiling. Keep your inner feet together, knees uh armpit distance apart, and then peel your head, neck, and shoulders up away from the floor as you're, though you're pushing your hands into mud. Tuck your tailbone towards your heels, draw your belly button in towards the floor, and try to get less of your back body on the floor as you contract the abdominal muscles. Push up, tuck the tailbone, squeeze the inner feet, try to touch the knees to the outer arms, towards the armpits. Hold, soften the edges of your mouth, relax your jaw, five, four, three, two, and one. Head down, hips down, feet down, arms at your sides. You can take your knees, your feet as wide as your mat, let your knees fall together. Reflect, be in this pose of um, more passivity. Let your body be held by the earth. Release into the support of the earth. Deepen your breathing. Soften your edges. Take your arms out to a T. Lift your knees up once again. This time, inner feet and inner knees stay together. 
tuck your tailbone, lifting your lower spine off the floor, and then shift your knees about uh, 45 degrees to the left. Look uh, at an angle to the right. Take your arms up and out to the right as you peel your head, neck, and shoulders up away from the floor. So uh, you might notice we're practicing for crow pose and then side crow pose. Squeeze the legs together, tuck the tailbone up, lift the head, the shoulders up, draw the belly button in towards the spine, push your hands as though into soft mud, and hold for five, four, three, two, and one. Head down, shoulders down, feet down. Feet apart, knees can fall together, arms at your sides, chest open, head heavy, heart open. Return to your breath, maybe a soft gaze or even closed eyes at this time. tension, building, where it tends to build, <laughs> recognize it, and then encourage it to release. Okay, knees together, inner feet together, lift the feet up off the floor, tuck the tailbone off the floor, rounding the lower spine, pulling in the belly button, shift the knees 45 degrees to the right, and then reach to the left. Peel your head, neck, and shoulders up away from the floor. Push your hands as though you're pushing into a soft mud. Right arm comes to the outside of the left leg. Knees together. Push up, curl up, belly button and tailbone tucks. Five, four, three, two, and one. Hips down, shoulders down, arms down, feet down, feet apart, knees together. Place your body on the floor. Return to your breath. Each inhale, more air in. Each exhale, more air out. Knees together, knees to one side, roll to one side to press your way up. Okay, now we gotta do now we gotta do our uh, arm balance poses. We're gonna do crow and side crow and side crow, and uh, maybe I'll even give you guys something really exciting to do after that. Okay, so <laughs> Lynn, you're gonna love it. Okay, so as uh, I like to teach, I'm gonna offer you the. Uh, the crow perch to stand on as we're coming down into any and all of these. So I'm going to take my block on its lowest setting, bring my inner feet together and squat down, bending my knees apart. So the, uh, again, knees are armpit with this is apart. That's a new uh, instruction I've coined. 
Uh, inner feet together, tuck the tailbone low, keep the hip, hips sinking low for this version of Crow Pose. So I'm gonna plant my hands in front of me, shoulder width distance apart, spread my fingers, root through my knuckles, lift up out of my wrists. As I keep my hips low, I start to shift the weight of my upper body forward. So the inner thighs will uh, make contact with the tricep muscles. As I shift my weight forward, looking forward, shifting forward, my feet will start to come up off of the perch, squeeze my inner feet together, lift through my, uh, the sides of my waistline, tuck my tailbone down, press my hands into the floor. Okay. So um, the, the block just makes it a little easier to get up into the pose because the hips... Uh, the hips don't have to lift as high because they're already a little lifted. Um, so let's try that uh, I, I with or without I, the perch. I don't remember there being such a vast arm extension on that. Your arms are really extended underneath. Um, in the training that I did, we, they made a big deal about uh, how in uh, light on yoga, BKS uh -huh. Iron Guards, his arms are like totally straight. So. Uh -huh. Um, there's a different version of it. Um, there's other versions where you, when I did this, when I did a lot of the, uh, the Bikram uh -huh. yoga, like they had their knees were specifically in their armpits. Hmm. That was interesting. Wow. And then, you know, other, other times they said like rest your, uh, shins on your triceps. So good question. Um, yeah, the way, the way that I was familiar with it the most was that eventually your arms are straight and you're just squeezing your legs into your outer arms. You're not resting them on your outer arms. Okay, so if you have not yet um, partaken in some good crow, <laughs> take your feet to your block, plant your hands in front of you, bend your knees as you uh, wind them apart, keep your hips low, tucking your tailbone towards your heels, and then look forward as you Come up. Hips shift forward, chest shift forward. All the energy is shifting forward to lift the hips up, keeping the hips low, at least for this version of it. So uh, look forward. Don't look at your toes. Look forward. Shift forward. Keep the hips low. Spine rounded. I did it for a second. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're doing, we got to do some wrist stuff after this. I'm really yeah. giving yeah. you a lot of... Probably... Uh, Forearms are going to be sore tomorrow. Um, with any luck, <laughs> we'll all be sore tomorrow. <laughs> okay, I haven't taught this this way before, but I'm thinking we could probably do um, the side crow on the block as well. So, uh, as you might remember, we came into um, a side. Um, revolved awkward chair pose. So we're gonna come into this the same way. I'm, I'm just doing squatting down with my feet on the blocks, hand to the thigh, lifting the chest up, uh, hooking my elbow to the outer knee, and then bringing my hands out to the outside of my mat. So hands off the mat, and then I'm just gonna shift uh, towards one side of my mat to come up into the side crow pose. So I've done this a couple of different ways too. Um, if we're keeping it uh, like, if we're trying to keep it like we, the pose we did on our backs, you're really just bringing the arms to the outside of 
um, one leg. You could also make a shelf with your elbows and bring the, uh, the whole thigh onto the elbows, which might make it a little easier, but might be a deeper twist. So I'll talk you guys through it. Uh, stand on your block if you'd like. Inner feet together again. Bring your fingertips behind the block, behind your heels as you sit down low. Take your right hand to your right thigh, left arm along your left ear, curl your heart up, waistline back, hook your left elbow to the outside of your right thigh, draw your left knee back, and then bring your left hand and your right hand to the floor at the outside of your mat. So your chest and your fingertips are now pointing towards the right wall, and then shift your chest in the direction of your fingertips. Momentum shifts forward, heels lift up. Chest forward, gaze forward, hips and toes lift up. Good, good. No head on, let's make sure we don't <laughs> collide. Good, nice Jason. No face plants please. Good, good. Mimi, really nice, beautiful. Okay, so uh, oh, I'm just going to skip the second side. <laughs> okay, one more rally, people. Um, skip, skip. <laughs> we're going to do some wrist relief after this. Okay, so feet together on or off the block. Sit down into your awkward chair. Let's do it better this time. I kind of breeze through this. Let's actually bring the fingertips behind the heel, round the spine, tuck the chin to the chest, a little bit harder on the block. Uh, size the waistline back, then lift the left hand to the left thigh, curl your right arm along your right ear, waistline back. Keep your knees together as you hook your left elbow to the outside of your right knee corner. And then keep the waistline moving back, knees together as you plant your hands on the outside of your mat. Fingertips and chest pointing towards the left wall. Shift your chest forward in the direction of your fingertips. Keep your knees together. Good, excellent. Oh my god, I did that recently. Okay. Oops. And that's that for now. You guys can all go home and listen to the podcast, assuming that I'm actually recording them today. <laughs> uh, so come back onto your backs, uh, feet hip width inches apart, arms at your sides, press your feet down, lift your hips up, lengthen through your tailbone, just a little baby bridge pose. Um, I was thinking... <laughs> Just think of uh, Winnie the Pooh, just like a little bridge over a nice stream. You can play uh, poo sticks underneath your hips. Um, press down through your inner feet, lift through your outer hips, lengthen through your knees. Keeping the uh, head and the shoulders heavy, the arms relaxed at your sides. Exhale down. Again, inhale, lift. Let's just do some of these. And exhale down. One more time. Inhale, push down through your feet, extend through your knees, lengthen through your tailbone, open up across the front of your pelvis, your thighs, your low abdomen, and then release the hips down. Walk your feet as wide as your mat, let your knees fall together, bring your hands onto your 
self. So one palm to your belly, one palm to your chest. And I, I really uh, like the idea of using this information yet, this, uh, how, <laughs> how the breath is manifesting outside your body or the external expression of your breath to inform how we move from within. Fill first your belly, then your chest. As you exhale, let the chest fall and then the abdomen. at your sides, feet draw, hip width distance apart. We'll do another bridge pose. Press your feet down, lift your hips up. This time, interlace your fingers behind your back. Tuck your shoulder blades deeply onto the back of your chest so that just like in shoulder stand, all the vertebrae of your back body are lifted away from the floor. So the shoulders might like to be tucked once, twice, even three times. Reach your knuckles away from your head Push your feet down, lift your hips up, lengthen along the front of your body. Look down the front side of your body as your heart lifts and peels open towards your chin. Lengthen along the back of your neck. And then be present in this posture. Sometimes um, I find that this posture is even more intense, even more um, challenging to hold than a wheel pose. So recognize the front side of your body using the back side of your body to lift and open. Then slowly let the hips fall. Unlace your fingers, untuck your shoulders. If you'd like, once again, bring your hands onto your body, maybe switching up which hand goes where. here of your choice. Uh, I'm on a streak with teaching these um, bound bridge poses, so you're welcome to do a, the bridge that preceded. You're welcome to do a wheel pose. Otherwise, I'm going to give you these options for a bound bridge. Keeping your feet and knees hip width distance apart, you might tuck your hands one at a time underneath your heels so that the palms face up. As you press, push the heels down into the palms, tuck your shoulders underneath your chest or grab hold of the outsides of your ankles. If you are proportioned uh, where your arms are shorter than your torso, your heels might be way up off the floor already. Tuck your shoulders underneath your chest and then begin to push your heels back down into the floor as you lift your hips up. Lengthening once again along the front of your body, maybe finding more intensity here. Shoulder blades on the back, back 
of the head, pushing down, length along the back of your head. Ground through your inner feet, lift through your outer hips, wrap your inner thighs down, lengthen through your tailbone, lengthen through your knees. And breathe, soften the edges of your mouth. Maybe use the information along that you can gather from the front of your chest and try to bring more balance to the shape. Release your hips down, untuck your shoulders. Feet can come apart, knees can fall together, hands can land on the body once again if you'd like. Figure four shape, draw your left thigh in towards your chest, interlacing your fingers behind the thigh in front of the shin, whatever seems more, feels more appropriate to your right hip and low back. Slowly start to uh, curl your tailbone up away from the floor as you bring your right shin closer towards your chest, keeping the back of your head and shoulders grounded. should have a um, strap uh, nearby them. Um, I just feel like I can't go can't go another week with uh, using that strap and not using it. So uh, send out through your legs for some um, Sumta Parindustasana. Extend through your heels, lengthen through your tailbone. Basically you're standing in Tadasana but lying on your back. Bring your right knee into your chest, loop the strap around the toes, extend your right leg straight. Reach through the heel, pull back through the toes. Tone up into the quadriceps so the kneecaps lift a little bit. Once your leg is straight, start to creep that leg upward towards 90 degrees. If 90 degrees feels comfortable, like while you keep the back of your head and the shoulders on the mat, you might start to bring the leg even closer. So recognize along the back of the leg where you're feeling this most. Widen the right outer hip, gently away from the right armpit. So lengthening and lengthen the tailbone towards the heel. 
Press your left thigh bone into the mat. Pass the strap or the foot into the right hand. Left hand can come down onto the left thigh. Push the hip down, push the thigh down as you wind the right leg out to the right. So you might start to notice the, uh, the toes tendency to turn in, turn away from the floor. Widen the uh, out through the right inner thigh to counter that. Pushing out through the sole of the right foot. So just as I suggested earlier in our goddess pose, this idea of energy wrapping around the legs, so extending through the inseam of the leg from the inner groin to the inner foot, wrapping around the foot, coming back to the outer hip, lengthening the tailbone down, and then that energy scooping forward once again to the front of the uh, inner right thigh. While that's happening, the right ribs, the, uh, the left ribs, the left shoulder grounding down, the left thigh grounding down. And if all of that becomes uh, easeful or boring, you can uh, try to grab the outside of the right foot, maybe lifting the heel higher while keeping the right outer hip widening away from the right armpit. Take the strap in the right hand. Bring it back to center. Pass it to the left hand. Widening the right hip away all the while. Stack the hips as you bring the right leg over to the left. Revolve the right shoulder, the right ribs back towards the floor. And do what you need to do here. So it may be very little. So um, for me, this is always one of the uh, most intense postures <laughs> that I frequent. Um, so if it's already very intense, then no need to go deeper. Uh, but if not, then you can bring your right thumb to the crease of your right hip and gently push that hip crease away to uh, increase or extend the distance from your, uh, from your face to your hip. So always be aware of um, <laughs> if the poses uh, feel problematic, that there is a shooting pain. So um, I think the more we are injured in our lives, the more we are aware of what, uh, what bad pain is, hopefully, what, you know, where we don't want to go. Um, so if that's ever in question, then be respectful of what your, what your body might be telling you and back off. Much as I'd like to stay here longer, we're gonna have to Bring the right leg back to center, widen the right hip away from the right armpit, re-square the hips, 
One last pull the right leg towards the chest before releasing the right leg down. So even if this late in the game, that stretch might have uh, made your right leg longer than your left leg. So we'll have to uh, we'll have to do it on the second side. Right thigh to the floor, left knee into your chest. Take the strap around the left foot. Extend the leg straight, and then once the leg is straight, begin to lift the leg higher. Ease the leg towards 90 degrees. Ease the leg past 90 degrees. All the while keeping the right thigh grounding towards the floor. Both legs gently flexed. So toes back towards the face, kneecaps gently lifting. Left outer hip away from the left armpit. And then once you have the stretch, uh, move into it. So again, this idea that we're generally uh, still in the pose but the pose is dynamic. There's always something moving and changing. There's always the pulse and the heartbeat. Where are you feeling? What are you feeling? How does it change over time? too much time here on the first side, so we won't spend too much time here now. Pass the strap to the left foot, right hand goes to the right thigh or hip, pushing down with the right hand, start to widen the left leg out to the left slowly. Once you've found a good place to hold the leg, draw the right ribs, the right shoulder, the right hip back towards the floor, ground the right thigh, and then again, think about that circuit, that cycle of energy from the right, the left inner groin through the inseam of the leg, wrapping around the outer foot back to the left hip. The tailbone lengthening towards the right heel and then slightly scooping forward before the cycle begins again.
of whatever your shape, whatever shape you're in, stay curious. So I know all of you in the room have done this maybe hundreds, maybe thousands of times. <laughs> How do you keep going? How do you stay interested? For me, it's always different. So uh, the longer you practice, the more it's obvious it becomes that the uh, practice is not linear. It's not just moving in one direction. Your body is not just getting stronger and more flexible every time you're on the mat. Um, and so that's really, it's, it's, if it, it was ever about that, it kind of isn't about that anymore. Um, it's a way to use um, experience, use sensation, use energy to be present, to uh, slow down your mind, to give you something to focus on. Appreciate what your body can do. Come out of this. One last time, square the hips. Round through the right thigh, bring the left leg any closer to your chest, lengthen through the heel, pull back through the toes, lift into the kneecap, and then release the left leg down. Uh, you might bring your feet together and let your knees fall apart. Just come into a bound, a reclined bound angle pose. Now take hold of your right wrist with your left hand. So grip it tightly and then pull the flesh of the wrist away from the hand. So pull down once you have a good grip. And then start to make circles with the hand in one direction. And in the other direction. Oh. It's really a lot harder to turn your hand in the other direction, at least what I just learned. <laughs> so lots of interesting little uh, popping noises might be happening along this uh, journey. And then let's flick out the right hand, so let go of the wrist, flick the fingers. And uh, do the other side. So grab the uh, left wrist, Firmly with the right hand, pull away from the rib, pull, pull away from the hand, and then make circles with the left hand. Maybe explore going slow and more fast. <laughs> and then in the other direction. Press your palms to the sky and then sweep your arms overhead so your arms are by your ears. Extend out through your inner thighs, lengthen through your tailbone, extend through your wrists, lengthen along your arms. 
and then draw your knees together. Grab your knees, pull them in towards your chest. Wrap your arms around the fronts of your legs, grabbing your forearms or elbows, and then tuck your chin to your chest, pull in. Draw into a ball, tucking tailbone towards heels, squeezing the legs together, chin towards chest, forehead towards the knees, pull in. Draw everything into a central point as though you're going to get smaller, grow more dense and more dense and more dense, smaller, pull in, tighten up, and then let it go. Come to lie on your back as you extend out through your legs and always variations of savasana are welcome. So you might uh, take your legs up the wall, you might uh, place a blanket roll underneath your knees or underneath your uh, skull. Get comfortable, feel supported. So if you are, you know, if you are not comfortable, if you don't feel supported, the likelihood of wanting to leave, uh, wanting to leave this moment is increased. So get to a place where you want to stay. Extend out through your legs, extend your arms along the sides of your body, palms face up, shoulder blades gently on your back. Make the back of the neck long, release the weight of your head. Soften your skin. Feel the air of the room across your body. And allow again, this idea of softening as though your body is emitting a gentle glow. Feel the space where your body is making contact with the surface beneath you and melt into that space. Again, you might use that imagery of soft mud as though your body is just sinking gently down. Being backside of your body being enveloped by the earth.
mind and body as the mind comes to calmness. Begins to settle down. Cannot be reflected in the mind as well. Oftentimes, I notice, and I'm aware of other experiences being that at this time, as the mind rests, the body, as the body rests, the mind just takes the opportunity to jet, to move on. Trust that in training the mind, deepening the pathways back to the present, back to calm. start to come back here more easily, that this will feel safer, this will feel uh, like a time of rest. Once again, bring hands onto your belly and to your chest. Draw more in, air in with your next inhale. Push more air out with your next exhale. Bend your knees one at a time. Push your feet down, shift your hips slightly to the left before you let your knees fall to the right, roll onto your right side. Shifting from our corpse pose into this fetal position. Keep your eyes closed and press your way up to a seated position. Now that I'm thinking about it, our, our first uh, time we're sitting at the entire practice. Root down through your legs and hips, grow tall through your spine, and draw your palms together in front of your heart. We'll chant Om one single time to close the practice. Exhale your breath. And inhale deeply for Om. 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 Om.
Oh, I was lying down. <laughs>